0: Grace, mercy, and peace be on to you this day from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I commend to you this day a word from our Lord. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. In the name of Jesus, amen. So more often than not, it feels like Christians gather around a set of ideas more than anything else, especially if you're German. We are the Lutheran kind of Christian, which means we believe in justification by grace alone through faith apart from works. We believe in baptizing babies. We don't believe in accepting Jesus into your heart. We don't believe in open communion. We don't believe in getting rebaptized. We should do this. We should not do that. And that's Christianity. See, statements of fact, they can be totally and completely true, but maybe don't seem to help all that much when your family disagrees with them. Or when your church has a reputation in town that you're not particularly proud of. Or when you yourself don't live up to your beliefs. If this is just a house of ideas, it's going to make this place seem bitter. Bitter. Empty of anything worthwhile and by and large a waste of time. Which might be why the world thinks that we are bitter, and by and large a waste of time. This isn't about being less honest about what we believe, or even less strict. John the Baptist he was about as straightforward as they came, and many were offended by the truth that he told. He was very pastoral. He had nice little pet names for people like hypocrite and brood of vipers. He warned of fiery hell for unbelief. He preached about God in such a way that most people today would consider the one that Jesus said greatest, to be born of man, a pretty awful pastor, which probably says more about us than it does about John. But John was not sent out into the wilderness to relay a series of ideas. John was sent to give Jesus to sinners. He baptized for the forgiveness of sins. And so when Jesus finally showed up, even while John's hand is still dripping with water from the river, he stops what he's doing. John would have prevented him. I need to be baptized by you, not the other way around. Remember, Jesus is his cousin. Their moms hung out. But what happened next was so unlike what John would have expected that even he has to admit, I myself did not know him. Not like this. Not like the baptized with a booming voice from heaven and a Holy Spirit-filled bird. This Jesus is not just a man. He's not just a set of teachings. John points a finger today. He explains it. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Christians don't gather around a set of ideas, but the Lamb, Jesus showing up, actually showing up, it's sort of the whole point. It's why we are here in the first place. We need something from him. The picture painted, really ugly. The Bible is not big on plot twists. The lamb is not there for you to pet it. The lamb is not there to be cute. The lamb in the Bible is kind of a giveaway. It's like seeing a promiscuous teen in an old scary movie or a guy in a red shirt on an away mission. It's like hearing, hey, y'all watch this at a party. It's like seeing me do anything athletic. You know that it's going to end bloody, <laughs> even if the details might be different from one experience to the next. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The Son of God is here, not to be a set of teachings, not to be political ideals, not to be morality. The Lamb is here to bleed. That is how we are saved. It is a fact of nature that we in the city try really, really hard to forget that folks still in the country have to experience. If you want to eat, something has to die for you to live. God did that. That is built into creation ever since the fall, ever since sin came into the world. The lamb was not just an animal. It was an almighty act made to work peace between sinners and God. God made this animal so that it would die, so that you would live. Behold the lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. See, Jesus, right there, the Passover lamb, The blood protecting Israel from death. See the Lamb of God, the Lamb whose skins were made to cover Adam and Eve after the fall. See the Lamb of God that was sent to be caught in the thicket, that Abram's son would be spared from sacrifice. See the Lamb of God right there, sacrificed once a year on the Day of Atonement, that there would be blood on the altar, so that everyone in the entire camp of Israel would be named righteous. This Lamb, Jesus is not made. He's almighty God made flesh, slain before the very foundation of the world and delivered here for you and for all the world. He is the fullness of every promise made. He is the God that every lamb in the scriptures hinted at. The Spirit remains on him. The Bible points to him and so does John. He's here to do the work of God. Believe It has to be this way. Because Christianity is more than just a set of ideas. It has to be more than just a group of people who get together once a week and talk about how great their faith is. All the ideas in the whole world, not just even in Christianity, but everywhere, point to this truth. Things are not the way they're supposed to be right now. The world tells us this. And we here use a word called sin to understand it. It means something's wrong. It's a diagnosis. We do evil. We think evil. We will away God's truths because they are uncomfortable. We try and leverage God's truth into hurting each other. We try and leverage each other into helping ourselves. We sin. It's a mess. And it's death. So when Christianity enters the picture, it cannot just be a mental exercise or a discipline to outthink evil or rise above the world that you're pretty sure will never be as good as you. The wages of sin is death. So you can figure out what Christianity needs to be in a real simple test. Are you going to die someday? If so... This can't just be a religion called behave. You haven't escaped it by behaving. Nobody will be saved by a set of ideas. Nobody will be saved by having faith in their own faith. This is not about you. This is not about your reason or your heart or your strength or your trust. This is only about Jesus. So John points trust in Jesus. Not in how much you're able to trust in Jesus. Because the ladder's kind of shaky some days, huh? So John just points. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The whole world. All of the sin, all of all of the sinners gathered up, heaped on Jesus, that he would carry it one step after another from that river all the way to the cross at Calvary where there he would bleed and die for you, for me, for your family, for your enemies, for all. Jesus died for sinners so that you can find more than just a place that shares your ideals. You can find shelter in your day of trouble. You can find forgiveness for every last time that you have fallen short of God's law. You can find hope for every bit of life that our Lord would promise. Hope that you would escape every threat that John makes for those who would not believe. Hope that there would be more to this life than just trying real hard and then pretending that it's working. Hope that if all of the things in the entire world that have fallen apart because sinners have laid hands to them, our Lord would do something about it and not just remind us to behave. Hope that the Lamb of God would be made flesh to bleed and die for you, for me, for all, that we would have life even as he is risen from the dead. The axe is laid at the root of the cross, the tree, where God bore the sins of the world. It will not be chopped down, for it bore the fruit of eternal life. For he who died upon that cross is risen from the dead, so your sins are forgiven, you, all of them. And you will not die. You will just go to sleep for a little while, but you will live. For even as Christ is burst from the tomb, you will rise, free from the pains of this world, free from the frustrations of all being completely powerless to live up to the ideals that you cling to, free to rejoice in the eternal promises delivered to you by the God who has not abandoned you to morality. Christianity is simple. Jesus for sinners. That's what we do here. That's what Lutheranism is. It's not being German. I'm not German. Just saying Christianity is this. Lutheranism is this. Jesus for sinners. And so it's worth defending the truths that we teach. It's worth pointing. It's worth recognizing that these truths are so powerful that they actually change things because this is not just about being right. Truth powerful enough to rip folks out of the grave is actually powerful enough to help with what's wrong in your life. This is not a house of ideas. This is a house of God. And you can tell because there's still an altar right here. Because our Lord would still be made present. His blood would still be poured forth here to save you. And so we sing the very same song that John sang this week. O Christ, thou Lamb of God, that takest away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. Grant us peace. We sing that song right before we take communion. Because Jesus is here like actually here, like right there on that altar. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Behold the body and blood of Jesus for you in, with, and under bread and wine. It is true, but even more, it is help. This is not about winning. This is about helping. This is about forgiveness. This is about shelter. This is about life. So we stop what we're doing when our Lord shows up because this stuff matters. It is truth made flesh here for you, for now, for everything that is wrong. It is more than just a statement of belief. It is literally Jesus here to save you. It is the cross made here and made now. It is doctrine actualized and delivered for you. And we call it communion, but it means God is here To help, to forgive, and to save. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Not just in a let's all get along sort of way. But look at the host that contains the body of Jesus. And know that is where peace comes from. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Here, God shows up to save. And this truth stands for those that know full well that things aren't the way they're supposed to be. But can't for the life of them fix it. It stands to bring Jesus to you. And so here we kneel, because we see it too. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus. Jesus for sinners. Jesus for the world. Jesus for you. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds until life everlasting. Amen.